Welcome to the OC Endurance Podcast. Uh, we finally had to start this show because we've been talking for 15 minutes and uh, should have been recording. So <laughs> episode, I think this is episode 21, boys. Thank you, I, promised, I promised drinks and I, I did not get them together. So I will drink after this without you guys. We should have just done this one all at your place. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. That would have been fun. Opportunity missed. Yes. Yes. When I was running home from the pool, these Monday morning podcasts, I'm like, jamming home i actually left a little bit early from the pool oh it was a oh, big week for back. me last week what's that to make to it back make it in back. time oh. yeah and then wait an extra 15 minutes to start the podcast as we're shooting the shit and not actually recording <laughs> you know for me because i went swimming this morning i almost ran out of gas on the way back like you know i'm watching my my range meter like drop drastically on the way home and i'm like shit i just need to exit so yeah i exited like probably six miles from home just to stopping at gas. And I just, I'm looking at the time and did like a quick, like, you know, little four gallon pump just to get me yeah. home. <laughs> so I can try it, make it back in time. Isn't it funny how you, it's, I think it's because you don't pay attention, but like the gas meter, when it gets down to with like sub 10, all of a sudden it goes from like 10 to zero instantly because I think there's nothing in there. It's sloshing around, but you don't notice that it's going from like, 240 to 230 instantly right but once it's down below 10 it's like panic time the gas goes by so fast in the it, last yeah. 10 i started panicking <laughs> like because yeah same thing like when i started this morning i think it said like the range was like 32 miles and right and i got to go to irvine and come back for nova and i'm thinking like oh, I, I can make that you know and like I, I'll, I'll just you know I'll go to eco mode and and just drive drive real you know conservatively and I got there and I had 18 left. So basically the range took 14 miles away. So I'm like, I'll make it home. No problem to get gas. <laughs> and yeah, right. Like right as I started, went from 18 to nine. I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make yeah. it. Panic, panic. Yeah. yeah. So knocked out. So you swam this morning. I swam, I did 3000 and it was, I, I it was basically like 3000 straight. I didn't do any of the sets. I got there. I had, I didn't sleep it well last night. Uh, and then my dog got me, I was late to uh, swim cause my dog uh, had stomach issues last night. So I'm like cleaning up a bunch of mess and I get there and I'm like, yeah, I'm, last week was a 14 plus hour week for me training. So that's probably the first time in a oh, really wow. long time that I went over 14 hours. So I was a little tired this morning. So I just did 3000, did 800 straight, took a drink and then did 2200 <laughs> straight paddles, buoy, just, just, I was like, all right, when That's I get to 3000, I'll hop out. Yeah. yeah it actually no, we, felt really good. Cause I wasn't swimming hard. It was just nice, easy. Like I um, swam like a 138 pace, just cruising with paddles. No, you know, it was like one of the things that came out of testing with John was that I need to do, uh, I was talking to, actually, I was talking to Austin about it, I think this weekend, is yeah. I need to do easier workouts, more easy workouts. And I think when I'm in the pool, I swim hard all the time. Not that it matters so much in the pool. We tested the bike, but just yeah. in general, more that was, that was your track night. easy workouts. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> track workouts are easy. You're <laughs> kicking my ass last Wednesday. Uh, so He was joining well, in on my recovery laps. Yes. <laughs> like workout's a workout, man. <laughs> For me, that is a workout. Yeah. <laughs> Dick, I need company on the on the hard work, man. <laughs> and I was still falling off on the recovery laps. <laughs> uh, yeah, we so for swim we had a three K two, which was kind of 
not not normal but um hey we went through the warm-up and then for some reason he started putting all like the uh, the ironman athletes in one lane and we're all kind of looking at each other like why are you rearranging this lane and then he's like all right iron man set and we're like oh that's why you did this um and it was just it was a 10 200s on three minutes but he uh it was a pulling um, all six of you had to go off the wall at the same time no 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 it was uh, <laughs> 10 seconds apart all um, right and yes yeah, so we were coming coming through like trying to stay steady like pace at 240 so we're coming at 240 and then going on the three minute which that's pretty that was that was pretty sustainable with with paddles so. yeah today's set i'm glad i was recovering because we it was four three hundreds on 415 so it was 120 pace and i can hang on for maybe two of those and then i'm toast so i was like all right this sounds great i'm just gonna swim 2200 yards because i did 800 warm up and it's like all right i'm not doing that i'm uh, you know when i got there this morning i was already trashed it's like no i'm not gonna destroy myself yeah. 120 pace josh would have been bored oh my god yeah yeah that that i mean i can hit a couple of those and then yeah it's all over because what happens for me is i can i can swim fairly fast with a lot of them but as the as the clock right as the recovery gets shorter i think it's just all my muscle mass you know it needs a lot of oxygen yeah use antipoxic <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm just dying so but what's going on with you austin you haven't yeah, said a thing nothing. yet i i was just thinking about what we were talking about earlier and just topics that we're going to be covering probably in this podcast and you know, hearing your guys' training weeks, I hear it every week. So, you know, maybe the podcast loves it. It's like, for me, it's, well, I'm with them some of the time. So I know what they're doing. I don't need to yeah. ask questions. So I do have a question. Uh, did you make the full ride without any bike issues? Yeah. Besides the fit being terrible. Yeah, it was fine. The fit? Your uh, your bike's not fit right, right now? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's the, the saddle, you know, because on my tri bike, I have um, the ISM, I think it's the PN. 1.0 or something, you know, one of the ISM saddles, it's super comfortable. So I could be on my TT in my TT position all day. And I haven't had my road bike out since roughly July when I was in Yosemite doing like some climbing and things. And that's what that bike's geared for too. It's for climbing and stuff. Right. So taking it out Saturday morning, I was like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be a long ride. You know, I, I'm going to just go as long as I can see if I can ride it with some people. That'll be it. And by the time I got back, I mean, my undercarriage was super sore, like very uncomfortable to where I just had to, I had to get off the bike. I, 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 my back was tight. I was, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm putting the boots on and I'm sitting down for a little bit. This is, this is not good. So yeah. And then, and then I don't know, there's something with my right calf. It was a little tight. So yesterday I didn't even get to do my long run, just kind of, you know, just was rehabbing that all day. Um, nothing, it doesn't hurt. It's just tight. So, you know, just dealing with that before things get too close. I don't want to be getting to the point where I'm three, four weeks out from something major and not being able to do anything. So, um, just kind of being precautionary, but it's probably nothing serious and yeah, but it was a great ride though. Seeing everybody getting to ride with everybody. And, you know, unfortunately I, I wasn't the one having problems this weekend. So, I, I don't know if anybody knows, but we were riding with Chris Sakis is the the American oh, pronunciation. Poor so, guy. 
snapped his chain. <laughs> he was he was just cruising up ahead of us a little bit, and we come up up on him, and he's just sitting there looking at his bike, and we're going, "What's what are you what are you doing? It's a good looking bike. What are you what are you looking at it for? You know?" And turns out he snapped his chain, so he had to have somebody come get him, and that's a rough way to end your ride. But seems like he made the best of his weekend, so nothing too bad. Too much power out of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the wheels. It's Tony's favorite wheels. Yeah. It's those hunt wheels. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible name for wheels. Oh man. There's too I many know. jokes there. Like oh, it just I I hear ya. I hear ya. And some of my favorite words too. Yes. Well, I used to like the name Hunter, right? And when we were going to have kids, I was like, I'm going to name my son Hunter. And we were out with a buddy of mine for dinner one night. And I'm like, yeah, if it's a boy, it's going to be Hunter. And he literally said to me, what if, well, what if he's gay? They'll call him Dick Hunter. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Right. I was like, I don't care if he, I was just like, what the, oh my God. Uh, that's an incredible nickname. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you didn't see that coming, huh, Tony? I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Oh, hey, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I I, and it just it just killed the oh, name man. for me. Well, now it you just it. can't. Now I'm just thinking Richard Hunter. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Hunter Kemper. Oh, Richard wow. Hunter yeah. Elmore. Oh my God! Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now you now you have to have a son and name him Hunter because that's just too great of a scenario. I know, and and so I had two girls, so I didn't even have to deal with it. But yeah, that's right, it was yeah. just it just it was the funniest thing ever. Uh, I never it had never crossed my mind that well, it's so uh, funny because every time I see Chris's wheels and Tony says what he says. And we're all thinking it replaces the uh, H with a C. Yes, I have. I have a buddy named Hunt. Uh, his 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 name is John Huntley. That's his middle name. I won't give his last name, even though I've given away enough information about him. Um, but we call him Hunt. And so every time I see it, I'm like, oh yeah. And in high school, we used to always joke around with exactly what Tony was saying. <laughs> so you know, it, it, like when he would be kind of kind of a dickhead, we'd say, hey, you're not being Hunt right now. You're being a <laughs> see you next Tuesday. So. Um, yeah, so I always that always crosses my mind. But it's such a great insult word. Like just to call some like God. We don't oh, use it here. And we don't use it in the US at all. Hardly. Do, it's what? pulled out rarely for me. Yeah. Uh, Is it Australia? It, Australia it, it, drops it, for, it all the time, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Australia. I think UK too, they they use it a lot more freely. Um I don't know. I, I can't keep it reserved for special occasions. Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it just hits so well. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, it's, it's, yeah, it's like an off limit word. It's like one of those words you're not allowed to say. Well, speaking of that type of behavior, I was talking with Chris about this this weekend, Tony, and you guys were just talking about swimming. Yeah, You guys don't swim in necessarily public pools very often, but when you do, if it's fairly busy and somebody wants to join in with you and you're in the middle of a set, how, do, how, does, that, how does that usually happen for you? Or do you stop or say, Hey, do you want to jump in this lane real quick? Or have you ever had a situation where somebody just jumps in the lane with you? I've never had it where somebody jumps in. Um, that would be very cuntish. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I um, have, cause I used to the, swim at LA fitness, right. And you get all the old ladies usually 
aqua jogging, right? With their dumbbells and their crap like that. And they're just, yeah. And, and, or they're laying, they're laying on the lane lines doing kick sets across the whole lane as you're swimming. Right. And so, yeah, I, we were talking about, I, I can't, I just, I don't swim at a gym anymore unless I'm traveling. And that's just like, I have to. Right. Well, so twice this week it's happened to me and it's happened to me several times. I swim at a public pool at a 24 hour fitness and there's only three lanes and it can get fairly busy at times. Uh, this, this past week though, one of the times I'm swimming, I had just finished sharing a lane with somebody who had asked me, it was great. We swam, you know, opposite side of the black line, no problems. And that person gets out. I have the whole lane to myself. I start swimming again. All of a sudden I see feet in the lane as I'm about to hit a wall and turn. I'm like, the hell is this? So I finished that set. I get to one end. They're standing at the other end. Didn't ask me nothing. And they're just walking because it's not that deep of a pool. Just walking in the pool. down. But they are down. on like one side of the lane. <laughs> they're on one side of the black line. They're not necessarily... Because I know, never blamed anyone for jumping in because usually when I'm swimming in a pool like that, I'm just knocking out thousands, right? So I'm, I'm never looking up. I don't want to talk to anybody anyway. So I, you know, if someone hopped in, I expected it. It's like, okay, uh, you know, yeah. you get half the lane, I get half the lane. But uh, the, well, you so know, usually they're on one side. I'm swimming, I'm swimming 150s at this point, right? So I'm not swimming for an incredibly long time. And I didn't get asked nothing. And she's just, she's walking. She's not swimming. And I said, well, okay, well, I'm going to be the see you next Tuesday here and I'm going to stay on the line. I didn't get asked. I didn't get nothing. So usually what happens is if somebody wants to share it's a very lane. Tony-esque. I mean, geez. <laughs> lane, was it lane one? Uh, there's no like, oh, fast lane. It's, dude, it's a public pool. It's, it's not like, all right, faster swimmers here. So I just was swimming on the black line. And because usually what will happen is somebody will put their feet in, you know, like sitting on the edge, they'll put their feet in and you can usually stop real quick and like give them a thumbs up or something, or you just go to the side and they understand, oh, okay, I can take this side. But this person isn't swimming. They're also not staying to one side. Like they're walking, their feet are on the edge of the black line. So it's not like they're pushed over to the lane. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to swim. And finally they got out and I was like, okay, whatever. So that was whatever, bad enough. The next time, now, this is more of a, hey, be aware because you're going to be sharing a lane. This guy asked me. I said, sure, no problem. Jumps on in. And he grabs a pool noodle. And I'm like, okay, fine. Did, you know, as long as it doesn't get in my way, no problems. So he is kind of laying on the pool noodle. And the pool noodle's, you know, <laughs> across the lane. And I didn't think much of it. And then I finally start getting down there. And I, I, every time I'm passing him by, it's hitting my hand. So his, his noodle is going across the black line into what would be called my segment <laughs> his of the noodle, lane. Huh? Yeah, his noodle. <laughs> I, I, I hit the shit happens. out of his noodle. And so, <laughs> but he didn't do anything about it. He didn't like pull his noodle in or like try to avoid it. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, grab your noodle, wrangle it in. And... But, you know, it's just one of those things. It didn't, I don't know if common courtesy is gone at a public pool because that's what I should expect. But, <laughs> you know. Oh, this is, show is starting so good. <laughs> For those of you it's all, all listening, it's all just about, really immature this morning. Oh, like, my God. It's all about yeah, private parts. The, the oldest, <laughs> oldest guys on the podcast. 
like the most immature. I hate my noodle hangs over the Tony, Tony's noodle I'm hangs crying. to one side. <laughs> oh my god, that's I'm always my joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't have to worry about Tony's noodle stretching across lanes. I'm gonna leave so. my noodle out in lane one this week. <laughs> Tony runs by, see what he does. Uh, I always say, if I, if I leave my noodle out, I just swim in circles. It acts like a rudder. That's right. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I used to swim, and that was when I had to find a new pool. I used to swim at LA Fitness in Anaheim. Mm. And when the paper sign on the wall, as I went into the pool, started, you know, it said no swimming in your underwear or no, you know, no, no swimming or hot tub in your underwear. I was like, oh my God, I got to find a new place to swim. Yeah. And you'd see old dudes out there in their tidy whiteies getting in the hot tub. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. And it's not, yeah, (laughs) it's usually not too bad because like the sauna and the steam room are in that same, you know, room. So you know, people are usually pretty cognizant. There's going to be other people there. It's always pretty busy, but I don't know. This really annoyed me, and I kept I kept hitting hitting his flotation device. And there you and go. You should have <laughs> ripped it out from him and thrown it across a couple lanes. Well, I, like the first the first the first one or two times, I'm thinking, oh, it's an accident, obviously. And it, I mean, I guess it is an accident, regardless. But he just wasn't being aware of what was happening. And I, I like stopped my set, and I look up, and but was yeah, he was he older? Yeah, I mean, maybe late forties, early fifties. He, he wasn't. <laughs> wow! I think he just took a shot at both of us, Chris. <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> I told you when I get to that age, that's not old. Um, but you know, and it's he was kind and everything. He just—I don't know if he just didn't understand what he was doing. But again, it's a public pool. I kind of have to expect that. And I don't know. I was just I was just kind of thinking about that when Chris and I were writing and we were talking about your lane one story, Tony. And I was like, oh, this is kind of my lane one thing right here. So, you know. But. Yeah. I was just asking if he's, you know, age-wise, because yeah, again, like the old guys just don't seem to give a shit, right? And they don't. And they don't. I, I mean, I remember um, I used to go to the, again, I came from more of a bodybuilding background. So when I'd be at the 24 hour and those guys just don't care, they walk around the locker room, butt naked. I remember oh, oh one guy, you know, they have the, the, the blow dryers that are connected to the oh, walls right by the sinks. I had that same experience. Mm-hmm. One dude oh, just literally put his foot we up on the know. sink and he's blow drying his balls. Like <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he casually just like waves with the other hand, right? He's just like, no balls shame, like waves man. at me. I'm walking by. I'm like, no I, shame. I, where do my eyes go at this point? Do I go to the blow dryer? Cause that's what was kind of caught my attention. It's right there. It looks like I'm looking at his dick. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Don't it's worry so about contact. Yeah. It's because they, they like celebrate it. They like looking for an opportunity because y- you'll see the age difference in the locker room. And it probably shouldn't be talking about this, but you'll see like <laughs> the young guys are trying to stay clothed or covered up as much as possible. Like obviously when you have to change clothes, okay, you're going to be butt naked for a minute or, or second or two, right? The old guys are throwing their towel over the shoulder, walking around. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you, you stand facing the locker when you're yeah, changing, yes. right? No, those guys, yeah. man, they're having a full-on conversation about you know oh. what they're doing for the rest of the week. And yeah. at the risk of losing all of our listeners, <laughs> my biggest pet peeve is when one of those old guys, butt naked, just sits on the bench. <laughs> doesn't put a towel down or anything. I'm like, come on, man. I'm not using that bench ever again. Like, I, I mean, but, I guess it's kind of the equivalent of you if you if you're a cat owner, right? Cat just puts their true. asshole in everything yeah. all over your house. So yeah. you know, yeah. cats don't care. 
Yeah, we just lost all the cat owners there. Yeah, thankfully my wife is allergic to cats. (laughs) Can't have any. (laughs) All right, are we done with this topic? I don't know. We could bring it (laughs) up. Are we going to stay on the immature topic? (laughs) Have we beat this topic enough? Or losing? Have we we beat some opportunities? Ah, well, I'll give a quick shout out to Kevin and Steven who raced in Cosmo uh, <laughs> this weekend. I don't know how, speaking of racing, we should transition to that. That had to be pretty tough. I, I imagine it's similar to Kona, just like hot, super humid. I have never raced in those conditions. So, oh, you know, looking at the times, uh, the swims didn't seem fast. You know, it was obviously a no wetsuit swim. But now, have you done that one, Tony? I have not. Mm-hmm. No? All right. Which, oh, you're looking at doing Cancun? Cabo. Cabo. Cabo is the one I was looking at, yeah. Which I've done Cabo. And that's probably not as humid because it's a lot higher up, right? Where's Cabo? No, I'm thinking of Cancun. Cancun's no, pretty far down. Cabo, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of Cancun. Cabo was terrible. That's hot. And and they had they also had built it as a as a flat bike course, which it's, it's not. It's got like 3,200 feet of climbing. So just typical Ironman lying <laughs> <laughs> i mean the the it looked beautiful out there the water looked amazing and the the bike looked like it goes around the whole outside of the island but you know that was something else you made a comment on and uh the timing for these races it's ridiculous well one that race has one timing mat i think for the maybe maybe one or two for the bike i mean it's insane how infrequent but i guess when you're going around an island you can't really cheat <laughs> what are you going to do, right? You can't cut the course. There's yeah. basically a halfway point. And if you turn around and come back, you know, you're not gaining anything. So maybe that's, maybe that's the reason, or maybe there wasn't enough cell for Timing nets are more than just for, you know, stopping the course cutting. It, you know, it's, yeah. it's for the spectators. It's, it's to be able to, you know, view your athletes and make sure they're okay. And, um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. what happens if you get a flat? And you're in between the halfway point or that timing mat. And it's like, oh, they just slowed down, I guess. Or it's taken three hours for them to get to the halfway point. Yeah. And, and apparently Stevie did get a, he got a flat. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he brought his flat kit. So that's good. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they were always just kind of like, they were saying like, I'd never do the full. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh man, that sounds great to be in a full in that warm weather. But oh. I don't know. That's one of the fastest fulls on the circuit. I mean, like if you can get it on a good day, it's yeah. It sounded like the water was not a good. It wasn't a good swim. It wasn't a fast swim. So probably had like like. a a rising tide or something. So when they're coming back in, because it's it's in the ocean, right? It's not like a lagoon or anything, right? So it's probably had like a rising tide and was pulling them out as they were coming in or something. Yeah, it looked like you went out, swam down the coast, turned around, and kind of swam back up the coast. So you were going to, you were going in both directions. So, oh, okay. okay. I mean, there had to be either no current or some sort of pull one way or the other, you would think, but yeah, I always look at the times of those Mexico races and think, oh man, I'm going to go down there. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to go down there and podium. But yeah, <laughs> I think the conditions change a lot. Well, that's but what's crazy is like, yeah, I think the pointy end isn't as big down there, but they're all used to kind of training in those conditions and yeah. it just seems like all those guys can run so, <laughs> so if you're coming wherever you come off the bike 
you're not making much ground up. Like, you know, usually I can run through the, run through a field pretty well, you know, in, in us races and, but man, all, all those guys can run. So I'm just like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I laughed when I looked up Steven and, and Kevin, it was like just their names. There were no other Steven and Kevin's on the list. <laughs> you know, usually you go to Ironman app, you type Steven or Kevin and there's 20, 30 of them, right? You're looking through and nope, just one, one, I think there were two Stevens and one Kevin. It's like, yeah. yep, this is not a U.S. race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did pretty well. It looks like they got to start together and everything. So that's super cool, you know? So they were fairly close to each other on the, on the course most of the day, seemed like. So yeah, that's always fun. Did, uh, did you guys watch, did, did, were, were either of you able to watch the, uh, the Augusta at all? No, no, I haven't I, even watched it. Just I was highlights. I was training, so I didn't I didn't catch it live. I did obviously see the results afterwards, and um, I caught a, a little bit of it. I, you know, but I haven't watched the whole thing and, and kind of ran it back yet. Yeah, no, um, I was uh, I was watching, and I was thinking about you because I was watching Paula. And, uh, and again, there's timing, right? It's like, what the hell's going on with the timing between Paula and Tamara, right? Could you, you couldn't really tell. It looked like she was way far back. Um, so I was, I was watching that race thinking, uh, I almost posted on discord if, uh, if you, I was going to ask if you thought she would catch, catch Paula on the run. So yeah, she can run, man. Yeah. Tamara's it looks like no she joke. ended up being a 120 back behind Paula, but I couldn't. I don't really know where, I guess if you look at the bike finish, maybe. She got off the bike at like three minutes behind Paula, I think. Yeah. So she made up, she made yeah, up quite a bit. Quite a bit. But, you know, Paula, Paula kind of started surging at the end of her run, it seemed, based on the timings and everything. So that, that most of that time <clears throat> was put in early in the run. And then Paula kind of put her off a little bit. So. And I don't think people give Paula enough credit for her run. Right. They, they see her, they see her as a biker and they don't give her enough credit on the run. And I think that's kind of people's mistake. Um, I you think that's it, recently because of some of the races where like, uh, was it Ashley gentle, gentle that, uh, you know, went by her when she was leading, uh, you know, the Canadian open and you know, some of those, that was a Canadian open that Ashley. Gentle, sure. But now you're right? talking like Ashley gentle, like this right, is right, right. But there were I some mean, big, like big races where people were watching and, and she got passed on the and run. some and some great runners went by people yeah I mean, like, yeah exactly they're gonna exactly. go by everybody what's the comparison right where it's what that what's that line comparisons the thief of joy i mean paula's a great runner yeah she's not to the level of maybe tamra or ashley but she's still a really good runner like i what is she, is she i think she might be ranked like top five run in pto right so to say that she's not a good runner or like oh you know she's not as good as ashley or tamra okay but yeah, right. Well, the same thing, you know, has been said about, um, Taylor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's funny when people like, Oh, you know, Ashley's going to catch Taylor. I'm like, Taylor can run and, and she's coming off a of foot injury too. So like, yeah, I think the one race that Ashley did was that, was that in Texas or where was it where she actually had a, you know, she had surgery right after that, right? Where she had yeah, but broken that, foot. That was she had like uh, stomach issues. It was the, it was the heat. I think that was the Milwaukee race, wasn't it? Was it Milwaukee? I couldn't remember if it was Milwaukee. Ashley. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Where, Taylor. Where Taylor was leading, and she ended up walking. Oh, it was last year in Dallas. Yeah, oh, there you go. I thought so. Yeah, I just watched the uh, PTO. That's uh, that's the frustrating thing about the 
the PTO videos is they had the, the Taylor one. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's just all rehash stuff, right? It's not like a new video they did with her on what's coming up. It, it's usually just kind of a, a, ser a rehash on what she's, she's done. Yeah. I think they do add in some like different interviews. So you get some more commentary from her. Yeah. And it's she's fresh getting stuff. better. Yes. She's getting better more than just the giggling and the we'll see. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I kind of love that though. The fact that that's just how she is and she's very shy and, and then she just goes and kicks ass. Like I, I love that. You know, I probably wouldn't enjoy it so much if she was, you know, arrogant or cocky or even slightly confident. I mean, she's confident, but you know, she is shy and we'll just kind of give that answer. Oh, we'll she's see. Not, we'll yeah, see. she's not making any race predictions. Right, or, I love that. She just goes out, she's an animal and you're like, God, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I almost think like she's on the spectrum at some level, right? Like she's just gets so focused in on, on racing and just what she does and it's just 100%. And then mm -hmm. again, she's kind of like to herself and just her mannerisms. Yeah, you can kind of like Nobody wants to touch argument. that subject. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really like Taylor. Shit, dude. I'm not like talking shit. I'm just saying. Like, I, Tony, I wouldn't Tony be surprised runs, if they tested Tony, her and she's on the spectrum. Tony runs one race with the Ainsley's Angels and thinks he can just talk about that. Am I right? So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the same type of thing about like someone like Magnus, right? Like, I, I, not nearly as dominant, but just very shy and introverted. Uh, but excels obviously in that one specific area, you know, so who knows? Yeah. You got to wonder, you know, sometimes, right. It's the, the person that is, I don't know how studious she was, but when you look at grades and things like that, right. was it the, um, you know, I think of my, my one daughter, who's my oldest daughter, she's very studious, very kind of, uh, laughy and giggly and all of those things. And she's built like a runner and I, you know, watching the Taylor thing, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, I, I wish, but my daughter doesn't like to sweat. She doesn't want to <laughs> hurt. Right. You know, so it's like, I want to get her out there and it's like, let's go, let's go. But she just has no like natural interest in it at all. So yeah. When I see someone like Taylor, I'm like, ah, reminds me of my daughter a little bit. Yeah. Oh. So going back to, uh, Augusta, do you, do you think, um, how are you feeling about like Lionel and his performance? <sighs> he hasn't had a lot of videos lately, which is interesting. You know, I thought, you know, cause he's always talking about, you know, he did have his video you know, race recap, but I, and I love Lionel, right? He's one of the most inspiring, my favorite triathlete, but it just feels like the time has, I don't want to say it, I hate to say it, past. yeah, just, it's, a, I mean, I feel like he'll make, he can make a good living doing what he's doing, right? He's got a huge following. He can continue to place top three, you know, and, and things like that. But there's just a group of those guys. I think that with the new generation, they're just not going to be able to. Yeah. I just, guys. God, sometimes he just can't get out of his own way, nah. you know, like, and it's just, and it's been like that for like eight years <laughs> yeah it's just it's always he's always doing something we're just like why would you do that like i just yeah. well he's obviously i feel like very intelligent but almost maybe too much to his detriment 
right? He's so I think analytical. He just overthinks. Yeah, I think yeah, he overthinks so analytical, things. right? Analyzing everything, constantly wanting to tweak and change things. And yeah, well, he's still uh, not using the tri bike. He's on that damn TT bike again for the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, what did he mm-hmm. race last? What was the race last week? Uh, um, Michigan. 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 Yeah. 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 And so, he. Yeah. I felt like, oh my god, he should have won that. No problem. Yeah. And that was the one where, he, like, last minute pulled ten mil out of the front end to drop his, drop yep. his stack. Yeah. And you're just like, why, why would you, again, why would you do that? It's just, he's so frustrating sometimes. He needs somebody who understands things around him. So when he goes to do something stupid like that, you just like slap him. No. If he'll listen. You don't do it. No, that's the thing. It's like, that's where you slap him. Like, no, (laughs) you don't get to do that. Stop. Yeah, no, it was... That was a bummer. He's too smart for his own good, right? Because he does all these changes. And it's funny because I was looking at like Trevor's times because Trevor was not far behind him and they started out on the run together technically. But you look at someone like Trevor who's been in the sport for I think like two years maybe and he wasn't a swimmer or anything. He was a great runner, but he wasn't a cyclist. He was just a runner in college. And then you see like his swim times and they're, brushing up against Lionel's times and you're like, well, you know, Lionel, yeah, Lionel's not a fast swimmer, but how can somebody, and granted the newbie gains are huge for anybody, but how can Lionel be this far back in his swim for this many years? He keeps changing coaches, changing camps, you know, like Tony's saying, changing things on his bike, like stick to one thing. He just won't let it breathe. Like he won't let the work happen. Like he doesn't trust the process. And I mean, if he's having fun doing it, then awesome go for it but your aspirations of being a world champ probably dwindle if you don't just stick to a method so the fact that his swim hasn't progressed he says it's progressing but you're like i i don't think it's progressing in the way that it needs to you know and he could not he could probably not run for an entire block and still race the same running wise right and cycling wise so if he were to focus on that swim or just stick to one training method rather than because he was working with that aqua bear team for a while right mm-hmm. and i haven't heard anything about that you know and seems to be some pretty good swimmers that come out of there and how can sam also progress and not that he's progressing wildly better than than lionel but he seems to be progressing how come you know lionel can't also progress so i don't know seems to need needs to get out of his way a little bit and maybe Talbot's that person and be like, Hey dude, like this is all fun and everything, but if you want to, you know, get somewhere, you know, let's, let's dial it in a little bit. Yeah. Interestingly, like again, um, Trevor and, and Lionel were running together and with Trevor having the running background pedigree, I thought for sure, you know, at some point he was going to, he's going to go by Lionel and, Lionel ended up pulling away. So I thought that was interesting. I wonder if yeah. Trevor kind of overbiked. Um, but, you know, again, looking at this race, um, Jackson had a, a faster bike split than Lionel, which yeah. he's, and he's on that stupid Ventum. 
Right. Jackson's <laughs> dialed right now on the bike. Jackson is. is dialed on the bike. I mean, but it's, it's crazy the same to way. think because Lionel was the guy, right? It felt I felt like Lionel, unless Cam was racing, Lionel was the guy, right? Now Magnus is the guy on the bike. But yeah, I mean, it feels like there's been a huge advancement. Like guys have caught up, right? Whether it's Sam Long and you got Jackson now, you know, had the fastest bike split of the day. Um, yeah, I thought for sure Lionel would would take him on the bike. Well, I think there's yeah. so many little things though. I don't, I don't, I don't know if, if Lionel trusts the aerodynamics as much as he should, he gives up so much, right? Like he's not using socks. He's not using calf sleeves. The helmet's not, I don't believe it is, is tested. Well, um, he'll, he'll go to a sleeveless kit at times. Um, that position again, isn't, isn't fast. Um, you know, the, the thought to drop the front end to get more aggressive. Okay. It looks more aggressive, but it's, it's dropping the front end doesn't necessarily make you more arrow. Like we've proved that. So if you're not more comfortable being lower, it's not going to make you faster in general. So, you know, if that's the only thing you're changing or doing, and again, if you, if you, if you change the height of your pads, you need to change the reach as well. So did he change the reach or did you just drop the pads? Cause then, you know, now you're kind of squishing yourself up. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. And it's so frustrating because I like him so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is like, he's, he's also, he wants to stick to 70.3 when he's probably a much better full distance athlete right he just but he's just i don't know if he's scared of it or 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 what but he just is so determined to win like a 70.3 rather than yeah or it may, he might have been more driven in past years to to win kona and stuff and now that mm -hmm. kona's well, has he had more thing, success probably, in the more recent years in 70.3 i think he's had success his entire life right i mean he's has the most wins at 70.3 distance right so uh, and, and again, I mean, let's not, you know, gloss over the fact that Mika won the race. I mean, that's, he, that dude's a force, right? Like getting on a podium with him is, is, is an accomplishment. And the fact that both Jackson and Lionel raced last weekend, uh, it, you know, I, I, if, if Lionel were to podium and Jackson didn't, I would say that's a great performance for Lionel considering a week off granted, this is what they do, but the, but having Mika uh, you know, make a new win. That's, I, I mean, he's, he's good. Right. I, so I don't know. I mean, it's still a good performance for Lionel. I don't think it's a terrible performance, but you know, I, I think he is kind of building into 2024 already, as he said in his videos, and this is practice and testing things out and that sort of stuff. And that's, what's frustrating. It's like, well, no, just stop testing, pick one, and just race, you know, just <laughs> stick with it. So yeah, I don't know if he's a, a better long course athlete than 70.3, but I think full distance just gives him more of an opportunity to make up for his terrible swim. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really what it is. Well, when he was biking one of the fastest, right? That that's a long time to to make up a lot. And I mean he had the second fastest run of the day, which is still I mean he's so fast. Who well, was the first? Was it Ari? Yeah, no, Ari I thought for sure race. when I saw Ari took fifth, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Ari took fifth, but it wasn't. It uh, it wasn't Ari. It was actually um, 
it was uh, Mika. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, you ran a five thirty three pace. Yeah, yeah. So Ari, so Lionel outran Ari. Ari ran third. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, just, I remember just seeing that, like just barely, right? Ari yeah, was, he ran a five thirty four, and Lionel ran a five thirty three, and Mika ran a. 533. So how much of a difference was it? He went, Mika went 112.33 and uh, Lionel went uh, 112.34. One second. One second. Oh, okay. And, and then, then Ari went uh, 112.53. Some bigger difference. 20 right? seconds. Yeah, yeah, 20 seconds. Not a lot, but yeah. I thought for sure Ari was going to have the run of the day. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing some good training. I'm, I can't, Undefeated I'm, at... Ultra running. Ultras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love his, when he does that title. <laughs> Tony, did you see his uh, his new, you know, quote unquote, arrow setup with his bottle? Who? Who? Ari. Okay, so mm. Ari, he, he raised his, you know, between the arms bottle carriage, brought that up. So it sits almost right against when he puts a bottle down his chest, it sits right against that bottle so he's just taking up all this space in between type of thing it looks terrible but it's kind of cool what um i'm trying to think because um what is it um it's not cody beals the other beals is it ben oh ben ben deals that's that's the one he he started that because he was um he was a the the tri rig sponsored, um, and now mm. moved to now moved to Ventum, but um, he would do that to where like he had like a double bottle cage in the front, and it would line up directly with with um, the ball down his chest. Did he did Ari make a video on that at all, or, or you just saw it on the race? On his, it was on his Instagram. He was he was talking about it, and so oh, he just took like a, a story bunch of bolts and and spacers, and there's I don't know like six inch screws raising up that platform of the bottle. So it essentially touches the bottle that goes on his chest. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. Um, yeah. It's not in his current stories. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd be interesting to see what I did see in his current stories, which I thought was funny was the coin for qualifying. Cause he qualified, but the coin it, it's weird. It's almost like it's a generic coin and there's no iron man. No M dot. Yeah. Maybe. It's iron and it looks old too. Like it looks yeah, like they reused like, it. What, I don't understand what the, what is that. I wonder if that's the one for the pros. Maybe Do pros get a different coin because I I've actually seen the New Zealand coin and it says New Zealand on it. Well, didn't what did uh, Lionel got one and I thought that was a New Zealand one or was it one of these gold ones? But I just thought it was really weird that it's missing the M dot. It's like it, it's the weirdest thing. And he called it out too, because if you look at it, it looks like iron. Oh, in his story, he actually called it out, Iron Ann. <laughs> it's, it's just a. It's interesting that there's no M dot on it. Maybe it was supposed to be painted red and uh, didn't get painted. So, yeah, it's cool know. to see maybe, him maybe doing good. Maybe it's the whole uh, gender thing, the gender identity, identity politics. They can don't call it Iron Man anymore. That's Iron Ann. <laughs> I don't know. We need a gender neutral. We need gender neutral coin. Here yes. Gen, it can, it's iron human. Iron human. That's the new, that's what's coming. Iron yeah, human. I'm looking, I'm looking at the coin for 
an age grouper for New Zealand and it's got the M dot. It looks official. It's got the New Zealand kind of graphics around the outside. It looks nothing like that one that yeah. Hari posted. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if, I wonder if pros just get a different coin. They're saving money. Re reusing them every time they race they have to turn them in and go all right guys turn in your coin we're seeing yeah. these out next you year you get to take a picture with this now give it back <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that it's missing the m dot that that's just what threw me off it's like all right what what is going on with, yeah. with that? that that's maybe just it's weird maybe it's from like the 80s and they weren't sure if they were going to stick with that logo <laughs> some sort of throwback coin yeah well no big races coming up right just Kona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just Kona. Just Kona. But even that is, uh, how far out is that? Two weeks? Three Two weeks? weeks? Three weeks? You Third week of October. I am, yeah. But I'm, fingers crossed, Taylor will actually race. I don't think she's going to race. I'd love her to race, but I don't think she's going to race. I think the thing that's actually going to hold her back is that her mom's racing. And she wants to be out there to support her, right? So, um, oh, that's probably then why she's there. But that, that is why she's there. there. She's, yeah, she I didn't realize that. that her mom was okay. I didn't. I yeah. followed that. All right. It's, I'm wondering if Tony's just hoping that Taylor's out there training and just ripping by Chelsea on the Queen K. And you know, <laughs> I mean, she would do that anyway. I don't. Really. It's going to be interesting. It'll be cool to see. Yeah. Who? Who? Who's? Well, I mean, we don't know who's fallen out or who's not. But do you guys? Do you have a favorite right now? Not yet. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I always liked Daniela, especially in especially in Kona. It would be nice to see Lucy finally be a you know bride instead of the bridesmaid. That would be awesome. <laughs> For how many years? I feel like she's kind of put in her dues. Um, I don't know. Annie's already won it. Laura Phillip. Yeah, you know, I've never been a big Laura Phillip fan. I don't mind her, but. Um, she's not one where I'm like, come on, Laura, you know? Um, I mean, anybody but Chelsea, I'm really an all root sure. <laughs> yeah. If Laura, if Laura's behind Chelsea, I'm, I'm become the biggest Laura fan <laughs> in that instance. But other than that, no, I don't, you know. And what, yeah, it's, Holly it's was really, Holly was talking about going to full, but she is obviously not going to do this year. No, I can't wait for Paula to go to full. That's going to be interesting. Well, and then now I would question whether she her run is actually going to be a weapon for a full because she's not she's not running at the paces these girls are, but maybe she just doesn't slow down as much when she doubles the distance. You know, right. she's consistently, you know, a low 120 uh, runner. So can she put together a 246, 248? Yeah, that'd be really interesting. Yeah, she's she's much more of a, a power runner, right, than a finesse runner, I'd say. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, I think she I think she would do I think as the race goes longer, she would do better. Yeah. And she's already got, obviously she's got a powerful bike. So, I mean, she doesn't have Taylor Nib power, but it's, yeah, it's I, up there. And I was looking at Paula's position on the bike 
uh, at this weekend at Augusta. Does this seem different from because she was on her her time trial shiv, right? Not not her you know regular tri bike. Mm-hmm. She seems kind of you know crunched down a little bit compared to what she how she usually rides. I don't know. It just seemed odd. It seemed like an odd position for her, like something that doesn't it doesn't usually look like Paula. I, well, didn't she? I think she has different positions for the that TT bike versus the tri bike, though. Um, and I think they couldn't they couldn't perfectly match the triathlon bike to her TT, and she's actually more comfortable in that TT position. Yeah, I wonder what the, how that affects her. Obviously, she's comfortable with it, right? And, and how it affects her run off the bike. Like, I wonder, I wonder if it does make a difference for her. Mm-hmm. But it just it just looked it looked not nearly as comfortable as when you see her on her other bike. But mm. you know, that's just how it looks, not how it is. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but no, I mean, no picks for Kona yet. As it as it gets closer and they hype it up, I'm sure I'll have a podium and all that yeah there's definitely felt like there's been a lag in uh like youtube stuff just you know it's just in between finland and kona it just feels like there's been a little bit of a lag of well also think about like how many how many full course female athletes have like a youtube channel and Mm -hmm. do well with that right like you think you just really have lucy and that's really it and yeah, Laura's like, trying to do one too, I think. Who? Laura Phillip. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. just watched one of her uh, her videos. <sighs> yeah, it's hard. You know, I feel like it's a tough thing. Some of these athletes try and create YouTube channels and it takes us, it, it's a certain personality, right? Uh, you know, it, uh, I have a hard time following some of them. You know, certain, certain people, you just want to hear what they're talking about. The, the, the content is very, um, you know, engaging. Eric does a great job with that. Obviously Lionel can just talk for hours and people will just listen. Um, but even undoubtedly. like, uh, yeah, undoubtedly, <laughs> but even like Lucy, as much as I like Lucy, I have a really hard time watching her YouTube videos. I, uh, no, I don't I know what it is, if it's the pace of them, if they're too slow for me, I want shit to be fast, right? It's like, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. I want music. I want, uh, Lionel's different because he he's, you, you never know what he's going to say. So I think you're just like <laughs> on the edge of your chair, but I just can't, there's something about her videos that I, I, I have like Holly's videos. So. Yeah. I think Sean's done a good job with, with Holly's videos. Again, short course athlete. Or 7.3 yeah. specialist, I should say, for now. Um, Paula would be the other one, but again, 7.3 specialist. Mm-hmm. Her videos are obviously really good. I mean, that's all that's all Eric and mm-hmm. um, does a great job there. I, I have I totally agree with you on Lucy's videos. Like I have a hard time getting through some of it. And it feels very produced. I don't know, like like addy to me. Like mm. like I always feel like she's pushing something, mm-hmm. which doesn't really sit well with me all the time. I'm just like, ah. especially like when it's like Ari, Ari's, you know, the, the whole, it's just funny, right? the whole strug pro, right? Like he's, yeah. he's a struggling pro. He's going to take any sponsorships he can. He's going to plug it as much as he can. Um, you know, the couple.com, you know, sponsorships <laughs> kind of hilarious. Obviously he's trying to, he's been trying to like get Chipotle to, to cover his meals for a while now. Um, 
so I, I, I get all that and he, he's pushing the hell out of the ketone IQs and they all are right. Oh my God. Who was, uh, what's her name? Laura. She was pushing the, she had the ketone IQ, I think in her video as well. Really? Yeah. See, I don't, again, I don't mind it as much from like the, the pros who I know are, are struggling to make it cause they need it versus mm -hmm. like Lucy. I'm like, you don't need to do this, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I, I want, I, I guess I expect better content from her, but it's also, yeah. you know, a lot of these, a lot of these guys have, have hired really good people or like Eric is just really, really good with right. it. I mean, really enjoys it. It's like a passion of his Lucy's using her sister, which I mean, the quality, I think the video quality isn't bad, right? Like, I, I think the qu the quality of the video is good. I just... The quality is good, but it's the production I lose value, interest. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so again, so that's more production yeah. value. Yeah. Where, yeah. Editing it, creating a story. Yep. All of those things. Right? Yeah. And we were talking before we started recording when you said, just start the freaking podcast was, <laughs> I was talking about, like, Talbot doesn't even have to try. Right. I mean, there was a point where he was trying and making like really action type videos with mm -hmm. the cinematic and the, and that's what inspired me, him and a couple other people, uh, not in triathlon at all, inspired me to make videos. And now the videos are just, and I get it, you know, he's banging them out, especially race week. Right. I've, I've gone. Have to you that found anybody race to inspire week. you to finish your videos? No. Or your video series? No, no, no. no. Could you find no, one? No. Hey, I think I've finished quite, I've finished more than I haven't finished. <laughs> <laughs> story of my life uh, if you join my patreon you actually get those two videos oh, yeah. by the way Screw your yeah. patreon. <laughs> <laughs> hey struggling age grouper I've, so i've been been watching chris's page and every time i get like invested you know there there's only not, two there's, there's only no two there's only two there was a the, the run my city challenge where he started where he's gonna I run know. every every street in brea i was like oh that's a really cool concept let me see how this progresses Nope, there's only one video. There's there's no follow-up. There were so technical issues with it, but you had a really good idea and got me thinking about it again. I, I, like I wanted to do that, right? I wanted to do the run my run my city, and I started and then figured out I it was very hard to track what streets I had done unless I printed out. And I actually looked for a big ass map online. <laughs> I was trying to find a map of Brea, like so I could highlight it. Not no, can't find one. And then it's like, well, how can I do this with Google Maps? And but you had a really good idea of starting a new Strava account. Did you say that? Or yes. did I think you said it? Yeah. And I was like, you know, I left track that day and I was like, oh shit, that's a good idea. I should just start a new Strava account and manually upload the files to that account. Um, and then you started inspiring me. So. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. So now that's in the back of my mind again. And uh, I would have to start fresh and run all the, so, so I don't think I'm going to do that until I can commit to doing it. So I'm not going to even... I could start now, but I don't want to start now. I might wait until after Morro Bay, after Morro Bay, and uh, try and stay focused on triathlon. And then uh, if I if I if I go for the the BQ series, then I'll do the BQ series while doing. Oh, shit, here we go. And what's your What's your time for BQ? I haven't. I, I think it's three ten, right? Three ten. Yeah, that is that. But it's three fifteen. But I need That's, to you know, run a three ten. I'm I'm three ten. Are you three ten? Yeah, the next one. So I think I'm three fifteen, but I need to run three ten, right? So you might be three ten. Need to run three oh five. Oh, not right? now. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We don't know yeah. this year, and they're saying mm -hmm. mid October until they figure everything out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't do it until it would be twenty twenty. 
five, five. I guess, that I would be shooting for. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the Trans Rocky series, which I got four episodes uh, into. Yeah, I explained that one. That one, that one. I will look to see if I still have those videos. I will, I will look to see if I have them. I took them down for a reason, and uh, I will see if I have them. Even if I just unlist share them to you, maybe I'll do that. Unlist and share. Oh my god, yeah. they can go back up. I don't think there's any <laughs> anybody looking for that stuff right now anymore. It's they probably been a while. could. They probably could. Yeah. I will go see if I deleted them or not. I probably still have the original, so I'll put it yeah. down for you. Yeah. Okay, Are so back gonna... to Talbot inspiring you to start. Ah, yes. So sidetrack, but yeah. So I mean, that's what I was complaining about. Is I, I know he's got a lot going on, right? But yeah, I feel like there's been a as Lionel is coming to the end of his career, right? I I wish there was a Lionel video every week, right? Just what he's going, what's going on, what's what he's doing, and and yeah. There just aren't anymore. And, and yeah. I don't know, maybe Talbot wants to make videos and Lionel doesn't want to make videos. We don't know. It's an interesting thing, right? Because Lionel always kind of jokes that he's a full-time YouTuber. And you're like, well, if you're a full-time YouTuber, you'd be putting out multiple videos a week. I don't know if you guys follow any YouTubers or, you know. But Talbot's the one it. who makes all of the money, right? Have you guys heard that before? I've I, heard I don't, that. I, I've I, heard. I think he just pays him from that but not all of it. See, I, and I've heard different things. I, I've heard that like revenue split. Mm. So whatever money that the YouTube channel makes, like Talbot gets a cut of it. And then I've, I've also heard that Talbot gets all of the, the revenue from the YouTube videos. Um, and then like the ads and sponsors and everything, all that, that's obviously all Lionel. Right. Um, but because it started so early and this is where they started, that was kind of the agreement, but who knows? I mean, I, again, I've, it's all just rumors at this point. I don't want to say I yeah. know when I don't. Yeah, yeah but so. it's it's just odd because, not odd, but yeah, it's, oh, I'm a full-time YouTuber. Okay, well, the full-time YouTubers that I see or that I follow, I, I, Tony, I don't know if you follow any fitness guys or anything like that, but I see fitness accounts all the time and they're two, three videos a week, right? It's like a regular thing. It's like, okay, well, if you're going to be a full-time YouTuber, let's... But is Lionel saying that because he's embracing the haters that are yeah, saying Lionel's done, right? Joke. He's yeah. done, he's over, he's just a YouTuber at this point. But but in all reality, I mean, he could have a lifelong career if he wants to, right? He doesn't, he doesn't have to be paid through these... Well, he would still probably be paid through sponsorships because they're like, well, you have a huge following. Kenny will be like, yeah, we'll sponsor you till you're 75, you know? But I just think that yeah, if you're going to go the YouTube route and you want to grow the sport and all these types of things, then all right, dude, let's jump on it. You know, he's been talking a lot about his next career is going to be coaching, right? And he's going to be coaching athletes. And he's kind of got these these uh, uh, younger athletes, whether it's Trevor or things like that, that are in there. Following Lionel for as long as I have and seeing how much he's switched and constantly now has the answer and learned. And what's it like to be trained by Lionel? Right. Yeah. How often I, is your I, training philosophy changing? Yeah. As much as I love Lionel, I would never agree to be coached by Lionel. It's, I, I just don't, I don't think he's got it figured out. And I don't, again, like if you can't figure it out for yourself and we've been, you know, going through this for how many years now, how am I supposed to put that, my faith in that? I think he'd have some killer ass workouts for you though. Yeah, that would be yeah. that would be fun. And I mean, he's I mean, that's he's the training to say, camps. That's which is that's yeah, what he should that do. That would be amazing. Training, a He'd Lionel have so training camp. Many people, right? They would sell uh, out every single one. Yeah, that bonfire cool. camp nights with story nights with from oh Lionel. Oh my god! Holy yep. shit! He's got the pool. That would be awesome. 
You guys are both wrong. He needs to start running ultras. He would destroy in the ultra world. <laughs> you can run those things until you're 45, 50 and be competitive. Ah. <sighs> I don't think yeah. he's crushing anybody. So you, think he's, mean, like, you think he's you think he's beating Jim's Wamsley or uh, yeah. you know guys like that? Uh, well, Jim's a freak. I mean, him and Killian, like nobody's really touching them. But if is he there were to any go, do money you, there? Yeah, I mean, well, for the top athletes, the rest of yeah. them. Are I mean, I think struck, Heather's struck creating new awareness, right, in the gravel bike world and things like that. But I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, you, but you have people like Courtney or Sally McRae, like those types of you know, those women that are pioneering that area or even, um, I forget her last name, but Candace, who is the, the race director for the Moab 240, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, she crushes that. So, but I mean, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, or, you know, you have guys like Jason Coop who are coaching, but still running themselves, you know, I mean, there's, there's money to be had there. And especially now, right. Like, I think we've talked about it before ultras that the 100 like two 200s are the new 100s you know so yeah. it's starting to be a kind of a booming sport too but i'm on it though i think the training camps he could charge two thousand three thousand dollars for a week right and you have to easy you have to provide all your own crap <laughs> it's just like show up and i'll be here for five days in a row or whatever and yeah but i wonder could. i wonder if he would be a good coach because again he has the reins and maybe he's able to see that athlete and like, like he sees Trevor and he's like, well, I know Trevor responds to this, so I'm going to do this for him. And then I'm going to see, you know. And maybe the way you approach someone else is different than your way you approach yourself. Yeah. Right? I, I don't right. know. I don't know. Yeah, I, but it, it always crosses my mind. What's or, that? You know, I, he also doesn't believe in testing at this point too, right? Oh, lactate's bullshit. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> you know where probably his best yeah. value is? He and Jan on the mic doing commentating. <laughs> the Jan Lionel oh, podcast. That would be gold. That would be absolute freaking gold. I would. I would. Yeah. I'd, I'd pay a Patreon to see that. There you go. That. That's a. That's the one Patreon I think I would join. Yeah. I, I, so you're like you're asking that, and you like, do I follow any? I follow a lot of YouTube channels. Um, I, I watch a lot. Of, I don't watch TV. I don't, you know, um, follow any shows or anything like that. But I watch a lot of YouTube, whether it's like background noise you know, throughout the day or ones I'll actually sit down and watch, but I do, I, I, I subscribe to a lot of YouTubers. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would pay for that one. That'd be cool to watch. Would listen to, especially mm -hmm. just, yeah. I, I feel like Eon's so insightful. And then you have Lionel, which you just never know it's going to come out of his mouth. Yeah. Although D Daniel's the same way. Is so for those when we kind of like touched on it before we started the pod, Daniel Backegaard's YouTube channel, he's he's funny as shit. He's a, obviously a younger guy, um, travels a lot. He picked up some um, some like videographer yeah. that was doing other stuff, and was like, "Hey, you know, basically help me create my my channel, whatever." And this guy's really good, really good music. Um, and Dan just like tells it like it is. It's so funny when after Milwaukee, um, the PTO Milwaukee, mm -hmm. and he was talking about like how rough the roads were. And, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, like my legs are fine, but you know, that, that part, like right between your balls and your asshole, <laughs> I don't know what you call it in English. Oh my God. It was funny. So he's talking about the taint, right? Like I'm just, and I'm dying. And like, people are like, I can't believe you said that. 
Like it's just, and he's uh, like, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, it's just destroyed. You know, like those roads are so rough. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, just stuff like that where you just like, did he just say that? I just, you know, it's, <laughs> well, just, it's even better when you, when you have an accent and you don't know the English words. Yeah. yeah. That just makes, that's like makes uh Christian and, and all those guys uh, so much more entertaining. I think listening to them in English. Yeah. So. Yeah. The I, other one, Sam Long, I, you know, I, I always wonder because I make YouTube videos and I know how much is being made from what I make. And then you see these pros and there's been some that are very successful with YouTube to, to some level. When you say like Lionel, right? Lionel's the most popular. You're not making, I would, I, I don't think someone is making a hundred K a year right? Making Lionel's YouTube videos. There aren't that many subscribers compared to some of these guys with millions of subscribers. So there's not that much money there. And then you take somebody, right? Whether it's Daniel or you take Sam Long, right? Uh, Sam Long's videos were great there for a while or when he does a race, but now he's like shooting them on his iPhone. Right? And, and <laughs> so I don't hardly watch his videos anymore. Um, and he's not making any really. So it's, it's hard, I think, for these guys because triathlon is still very small. So there aren't that many views, right? If I'm making, you know, I've got what, 11,000 some followers. If I'm making three or $400 a month, that's not bad. They're four grand a month for a part-time thing, right? That I do that's, you know, I've got a job and all that. But these guys, so if you take that and they're not, you know, I'm making 300, even if they're 100,000 followers, which most of them aren't, what are they making? 30 grand a year? That's, you can't live off making videos, 30 grand a year, but you know, yeah. so all these guys have to be doing other things, but they also have to be with them. They have to travel with them. They have to live near them. They have to be around right when they're doing training. So, yeah. I mean, again, even if they took all the money, you're saying like 30 grand, 40 grand, right? Like that's the salary of a videographer, which obviously right. they can make a lot more money doing other stuff. Um, besides following approach athlete, unless again, it's like it's friend, it's family and they're enjoying right. the travel and it's more about the experiences and, and they're doing other stuff while they're doing this. Right. You but know, in that case, like a, someone's got to pick up the travel for them. Right. So is right. the pro athlete picking up the travel? Who's paying the five, $600 for their, you know, for, to get there, the hotel, their food, all of these things come into play and 40 grand is not much. So yeah. well, I would imagine, cause I know Talbot gets paid by Iron Man and PTO and all those yeah. sorts of things, right? Because he does all that coverage, Pro Tri News. He probably gets stuff from that. So I'm imagining that when Iron Man or something wants him out there for footage, they're taking care of that bill, and it just happens to work out with with Lionel. So yeah, he's definitely different, right? Because he's he's the guy who's hopping around everywhere. But I think of all these other pros who you know, the, all of a sudden they have some good videos for a couple months, and then boom, you know, now they're shooting videos on their phone. Yeah, they have to cut cut the fat right yeah exactly yeah sam long his latest video was literally him walking with the baby yeah and just yeah. talking with a user's recap video so and he's getting views right he's got the following now people like him you know so th that's free I mean, money for of, him to shoot an iphone video and throw it up there why not i enjoyed that video just to hear where his mindset's at you know and, and it wasn't long right i think it was less than 10 minutes so it's yeah. like okay cool that's great like they need to probably focus on those sorts of things like just little updates rather than every every video has to be a 20 minute video or something like that so yeah. i mean i i enjoy the longer videos because again i like to like have stuff on the background or like if i'm like washing dishes or something and if it's a 10 minute video i don't know what's gonna play next right i'm like i have to look for the next thing i'd rather have like a 30 minute video that i can like watch 
Mm-hmm. Um, like again, like the, that beyond human with Taylor nib, that was like 22 minutes. So, you know, I, I saved that for, I'm going to wash dishes and we throw that on. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's a good one because it is, it's a lot of replayed content. So mm-hmm. you're not like missing vital information, you know, right? when she talks, she listened. Otherwise it's, it's just replay footage. Yeah. Yeah. And you already know what happened in the races. So. Yeah. But yeah. again, like I think triathlon needs more of that. And I think like, again, I think the, the, the frequency of videos needs to be higher. Like again, Daniel has really good videos just not not enough. I don't. I don't think. I think right. he could be the next one to really take off um, from a social media perspective. Yeah, Trevor's videos are getting better. He's obviously got somebody that are doing them right. In the beginning, Trevor's videos, I was having a hard time following. You know, more recently, they're getting better. <laughs> I have I a hard time you. following really young people, honestly. Um, it's I'm old. And when I hear them talk, it, you know, I get annoyed, right? If there's too many likes, if there's too many, I, I, like is a pet peeve of mine. So if your video contains too many likes, I, I well, unlike must, and, and move on. You, you must dislike this show. Cause I say like quite a bit. Oh my God. Not enough. <laughs> not enough. Like with my, like I just said it, there you go. But with my daughters, I'm, I'm very aware of them. So I buzz them actually. So when we're sitting at dinner and we're having a conversation and my daughter's saying like, and I'm doing like that, I start going, eh, eh, eh. Just to bring awareness to her that she's saying that filler word. I hate you filler need, words. You just need a um, shot caller. I know. A little I know. But filler, filler words get me, right? Like, uh, um, all of these little filler words, they, they, they drive me nuts. And I think it's because I, I became aware of them through doing um, presentations and having someone who did that to me. And then you start to try and become aware of silence is okay. I don't need to... Um, continue talking yeah you also you, you also start to because everybody has their own filler words which is where un, the undoubtedly t-shirt right. kind of came from right. with lionel's because you know he'd start his sentences off with that all the time or and videoing myself or listening to these podcasts you start yeah. to realize like you said austin you start to realize all of this it's like oh my god i said that a lot so i say so a lot in my videos and i, I you know, so i actually cut it off because right? <laughs> i'm editing i'm like so now i'm going to and i'm just like now i'm going to so i just cut out all my filler words on my video <laughs> but you start to become very aware of them when you have to watch yourself back it must be nice to be your own editor heck yeah Cut out all my mistakes. I leave all your mistakes in the podcast yeah, and cut mine out. <laughs> yeah, there needs to be a volume warning on this one at the beginning. Oh my I, God. I, I'm Explicit. choked on the damn mic over here. At the beginning, <laughs> was not expecting Mr. Dick Hunter over here. <laughs> I lost it. Oh man. We will see how our views or our listens are on this episode. If they, I wish I could see when people stop listening. You can't see that on podcasts. All you can see is that they downloaded it for so long. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. Anything? uh, We are now at an hour and 10. Anything coming up for the week? We got 50 more minutes till this thing's over, probably. (laughs) Did you you guys watch um, Ponte Verde or see that Elliot? One is fifth Berlin. Fifth Berlin? Fifth Berlin, yeah. 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 I, did, amazing, I did watch man. Berlin. Um, I watched the kind of the replay of that just to, you know, kind of get caught up on that. Um mm-hmm. it was interesting the the strategy behind it where he just he really went for it from the start. I I, I mean, like you gotta give it to him for that. 
and so many people were already writing him off. He's too old, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's on the downturn. I think even an, an old downturn Kipchoge is still better than <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and God, I'd, I'd love to see, you know, can he hold form until the Olympics, but no, we'll obviously have plenty of time to talk about that. Um, and he went through the half, I think in just, it was like an hour 22, which was mm-hmm. slower than the world record that he uh, did last year. I think he went through in like 59, 59, 30 something, 59, 40 something, which I thought was too fast. Um, and so when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good day. Like this is, he's going to, he's going to break it. Um, not, not go, not, not break two, but I thought he would break the world record at that point. Um, cause he usually would negative split. And so I was like, man, if he can do like a, a two hour, two hour 20 or something like that, that would be really cool. Or even like match the, um, the sub two project time, which I think was what two hours and like 25 seconds or 24 seconds. 20. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would have been really cool. Um, cause he always finishes so strong. Like that final 10 K is always so strong of his. And, um, it just, it just didn't happen for him. So I was kind of, kind of disappointed. I guess, you know, how do you, how are you disappointed with winning a fifth? Um, that, that was, but that was really cool to see. And then the women's world record just got shattered. It was two. She, yeah. She went like just under two twelve, right? Two, yeah. two, two, I mean, two which 11. is insane. Yeah. Holy cow. To think yeah. that we're, we're, I mean, we've been so focused on breaking two hours. Right. Uh, and, and, this she just went to eleven fifty something. I mean, that's just incredible. I think this is this is the woman's equivalent of sub two. Yeah, like yeah, that that's insane. I, I don't I don't understand how this is not getting more attention. Um, you, you think two two ten two ten is sub two or? I mean, like we have to say that now because someone's already gone to eleven. Eleven. I mean, <laughs> but. A, a ten minute difference between a male and female is it, the variance has never been that close. No, it's it's no. always typically between fourteen to fifteen minutes. Yeah. So, you know, to see the men at two o two o one and now the women at two eleven, and that's again ten minutes. Holy shit! Yeah, so she, fast. She's an absolute force. I mean, and that, she was in those yeah. new five hundred dollar Adidas that you can't buy. I, okay, so what's isn't there a shoe like there's like a three hundred dollar Adidas that is not race legal that they're allowing you to buy? Did you guys see that? That's the the Primex the, the, the Primex the Primex uh, Strong well Primex Strong Two now. This is the second version that they. That's what. Um, that's what Patrick raced in in Nice, right? Is that is it that shoe? Mm, Patrick, 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 Langa thinking. He, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. I'm trying oh, to think. Okay. Um, I was just in my head. I think it was the strong two that he raced in. Yeah, because yeah. I remember. I think it was GTN was talking about it. They're like, "Oh, you can buy this shoe, but it's now not legal to race in." I'm like, "Well, who, I mean, I guess for age groupers, I, I, if I were running a race, I'd and I liked him, I'd wear him. I don't, yeah, I don't well, care, you know. Well, that or or training. People use them for training. Yeah. I mean, it's just the reason they're well, they have. <laughs> They have two plates and they and they're they're uh, they're fifty mil. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's weird to have a a non 
Well, I guess that's the Super Blaster that way, right? Is it? Yeah. Is it yeah. Super there's Blast? like there's like four, four or five different shoes now that are deemed illegal because of their stack height. And again, for those who don't know where stack height is, the the height of the how much foam is is underneath your heel, and and the limit's forty millimeters. So like most of the manufacturers are at forty mil. The Alpha Fly, Vapor Fly, um, Metaspeed Sky is right under that. Um, Adidas Audios Pro, the standard version. I mean, they're all sitting at like forty mil. Um, and yeah, so like the Primax Strong is fifty. Um, a, a super blast 50 so yeah and this yeah. new shoe legal light as hell right like but they're saying it's only good for one marathon 500 shoe yeah and i think i think they said they only made like 530 something pairs so they, they they distributed like you know 50 or whatever pairs or whatever it was to their athletes and then they kind of sold the rest um, so they're going to be quite scarce, but that's ridiculous. But this is what I wanted Nike to do, right? Like, like exclusive? No, 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 not not exclusive. But just just give me a damn race day shoe, right? I don't I don't need it to last forever. Give me a race day shoe. Make it as light and take the damn rubber off the bottom. Just go go hard. So the Alpha Fly is obviously for me it's it's heavier than the vaporfly but it's like it was like 37 38 grams heavier than the than the vaporfly and i'm like give me an alpha fly at the weight of the vapor mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. give me an alpha fly that's sub 200 grams that's what i would want for one race yeah i don't give a shit make it four dollars make five dollars i don't care if it's my a race that's what i want <laughs> And well, there's that, your market. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm that idiot, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm the one who's going to buy that. But I'm sure there's others that, are, that would totally do that. Yeah. That yeah, if there's enough return, I guess it's all about return on investment in some cases. But for them, at that level, some of it is being first, being the best, right? So they, they could easily afford to do that if they wanted. Is that shoe you're talking about, Tony, is that the one Asefa ran in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why all the pictures of her, she's kissing the shoe, whatever. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. It's the Adios, Adidas Adios Pro Evo One, right? The, the Evo is the new <laughs> the new name nomenclature that they've did you, did you call it Adidas? It is. Isn't it Adidas? Adidas. But don't do that shit. I fucking can't stand that. <laughs> Uh, it's your last name, right? Wasn't that the, was that his last name? Is that what what the name? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. So his last yeah. name wasn't Adidas. It was a portion of his name was was in it, but his full name wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I refuse but to say that. That's freaking crazy. It's what? It's her third marathon or something. Her like third that? marathon. Well, and that's why. See, so now people are the the questions. Yeah. Of, did she? Yeah. Is there dope. other things involved? Mm-hmm. Because obviously the whole scandals with the Ethiopians and the and the Kenyans and well, the drug testing is great then. over there. It's good, good press. Yeah, I mean, it would be a shame if if it did. But because what her three? Because her first one was like a two twenty something. Right, yeah. I think it was like two twenty four, and then last year she won Berlin, 
Um, it was like two fifteen, and then now two eleven. Like that's just huge gains. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, ho- hopefully it's it's not. But she's new to the distance as well, right? right. She's not. It's not like she's been running two twenty for ten years and all of it's, a sudden dropped it's, ten yeah, minutes. It's newbie gains, right? Yeah. I mean, newbie gains at that <laughs> at that level. That's that's crazy. Yeah. I want some newbie gains like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, it, but yeah, an eight hundred meter specialist or whatever, and then that that kind of is interesting too, because then you have you know all these other great eight hundred meter, four hundred meter runners, hurdlers, and things like that, and then you wonder like. Well, maybe they have a second career later in life in the marathon. You know, I wonder, I wonder how that translates, but who knows? I mean, Kipchoge came from the track. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's crazy yeah. too, the, the ages, because the men he, are so young. Did he run 800 too? Or was 1500 his, his shortest? I thought 15. I know, I know, I know he did 15. He was a 1500 yeah. champion. Um, but I don't, I don't think, think he, he went eight. as low as, yeah, I don't think I don't he think went so. as low as that. Someone correct us. Corrections and omissions. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool though to see the ages too. There's like these 24, 25 year old guys who are, you know, getting pretty high bib numbers and things like that. Um, so I mean, the sport's only going up, right? It's 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 like Elliot says. He's like, you know, whatever whatever you dream of is possible. I mean, some somebody's going to break two. It's going to be a a constant thing pretty soon here when people are breaking two in world majors. Right. So do you think in our lifetime, I mean, maybe not in Chris's yeah. lifetime, but in our lifetime, Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, definitely, definitely in my lifetime. Um, uh, right at the end of years, Tony. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think so. I think in our lifetime for sure. Um, to where it'll probably be two is, you know, few and far between, but it's not crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's going to happen. We're, I think we're too close. We're too close, and there's too many good young athletes that are coming out. Right. That are right. Is that is that blend of like youth mm. and an experience, um, and and the way they're training now? I think they're better able to absorb the training, and obviously we're we're getting better at at training uh, dynamics and techniques and things like that. So I, I think I think it's going to fall. I think we'll fall soon. Yeah, you look at things like, you know, the high school mile, right? I mean, there's tons of kids, I don't want to say tons of kids, but there's a lot more kids that break that four minute barrier now, right? You know, there that's, or, and in college too, that's, I don't want to say easy or regular, but you see a lot more people doing it, right? So I think the ability and depth of a runner is starting out, like you're saying, is just so much better. Like that, the starting engine is so much better than you know, what it's been in years past. So it has to go up, right? It, it has yeah. to increase. Well, and, and I think kids are being raised to be athletes now. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, that's like why triathlon so young. That's why you have the laid lows of the world, you know? Yeah. They're specializing so young. Yeah. He's 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laid though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taylor? Taylor's, is she 23, 24? I don't know now. Twenty four, nah. but yeah, nah. babies, mm-hmm. babies in the sport. You asked about Ponteverde. I did watch. Uh, I watched the men's the men's race. Um, uh, I watched the end. I got to catch the end, and uh, that was exciting. Yeah, because uh, three guys 
sprinting for the finish. I think they all had the same exact finish time, um, almost, but, uh, yeah, basically camera camera type finish. So that was, that was cool. The women's race wasn't as exciting to me oh, okay. to, to see. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll have to watch it. Um, obviously I know the results, but I'll have to, I'll have to watch it to see that how it plays out. But man, the French are putting all their eggs in that, that Olympic triathlon basket, huh? I mean, they're, they're a force. They're an absolute force. So yeah. the Olympics are going to be fun to watch. Nah. Yeah. Yep, Maybe yep. they're eating though. Hmm. That's going to be sad. Are you, are you guys following the whole uh, Gwen coming back to try and how, what's your feeling on that? Yeah. Well, she raced, she raced, I think, uh, but she, she got dropped. She got 43rd. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I Not know. good. Yeah. Is well, it, she had just, left try to go to marathon. Is that where she went? Yeah. yeah she wanted yeah. to make the, the, the Olympic team for the marathon. Yeah. Now she's coming back. I, I don't know. Yeah. The window Which, might have passed. You know, I, I I liked Gwen um, and was a fan when she, her first stint, you know, just the way she raced and um, would just run through the damn field. It was just so crazy to see. Nobody could match her speed. Um, and then when she left, I feel like she just shit all over triathlon, which kind of gave her her platform, gave her, you know, the the freedom and ability to take time off and raise a family and do all the things that she wanted to do. It, it gave her her life. And then for her to talk so negatively about it, didn't really care for that so much. And I think that's why she's not getting the full embrace of the, uh, the U S tri community on her return is because the way she left it, you know? And so I don't, I don't really care if she makes the Olympic team. I actually prefer she not, but you know, that's me. Yeah. I feel like I missed a good portion of her cause I left triathlon, right. And really kind of stopped watching triathlon for quite a while when my kids were young. And, um, did she do much outside of Olympic distance? No. Yeah. I didn't think so. I didn't think she ever really, which is interesting because that's typically where I feel like these athletes graduate to. But yeah, but she never, so for her, she said she never liked triathlon. It's not, she doesn't enjoy the training. She didn't enjoy the biking. She does not like swimming. Hmm. She's a runner. She's a runner who basically was just such a good runner that her ability allowed her to be successful at triathlon. And so that's what she did. She was Isn't kind of hand, just, handpicked. That's an odd distance or, or a discipline, but distance to go to from Olympics to marathon and then try to go back. Right. Like that's, if she, if she was coming back to do half distance and stuff like that, I, I might be more excited. I mean, I'm still excited, but I don't know. I just see that seems really difficult to do, you know? Well, I, I think her train of thought was the Olympic triathlon, um, like time, right? Your time under tension is roughly the equivalent to a marathon distance race. And so if her love was running and all you had to do was just run for the entire time that essentially you'd be doing this triathlon, what could that translate? But, yeah. I mean, you'd be a better runner, but again, it's your, 
It'd be, it's the same thing as maybe a marathon runner being like, well, I could probably go harder for slightly shorter amount of time. So let me go run 10 Ks and then I'll add in the bike and swim. I could like, that'll translate, right? You know, it's, it's completely different. It's not, it's not the same thing. Well, yeah, but again, for her, she loves running. That's, that's her passion. Yeah. I just looked up her, if this is accurate, her personal best was a two thirty six. 13 for the marathon. And yeah. Think yeah she's, she's not close right now. And that's why she, she, she gave up the, uh, <laughs> she gave up the, the marathon. Yeah. Goal. Yeah. Well, for her, it was just, well, one, you have to make the OTQ and mm-hmm. then two, like make the women's team, which our, our women's marathon team is pretty strong right now. Right. Yeah, so, right. The, you know, the, the likelihood of her doing that was so small. I don't it's know funny why she was making that attempt. She actually has a YouTube video that I, I I watch all the all the time. She has a like a running warm up video with bands where she has like ten exercises that she goes through um, using bands, and I, that's like the one video of hers that I watch very frequently. <laughs> Turn it on, and then I go through the you know pre warm up, and that's like the one thing I, I know of uh, of her is her her warm up video. For oh. I mean, I'm not one to they're like body shame for, but like, she's so skinny. It's hard to look at her sometimes. Like when she's running and like the way she runs with like the high shoulders and like her shoulders are just looks, she looks like a running skeleton. Like it's just so, it's so crazy to me how she's able to produce that power out of that frame. Cause she's just got like bones sticking out everywhere. It's, it looks, it looks sick. She looks sick. She looks sick. Oh, she's old. Uh, no, she's tall. old for no, tall. She's five nine. Oh, oh she's think. pretty tall. Okay. Five nine, hundred thirty pounds. At least that's what's on Wikipedia, and we know yeah, all yeah. of that is extremely accurate. Yeah, but she she's just thirty seven. So, she's so skinny. Yeah. It's 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 crazy that she's able to produce, and it makes sense why she can't produce like big power on the bike. Like that's her that's her detriment right now is the bike, because um, she just doesn't have the frame for it. Like it's, it's crazy. So I don't know if I could watch a, a video of her stretching and just be like a skeleton, like. Well, that's why when I watch some of those like behind the scene <laughs> tour, like the tour videos and those guys are getting dressed or whatever. It's just like, oh my God, there's yeah. like, there's just so skinny. They are eat, like skeletons. Eat something for only 10 cents a day. You too could own a traveler. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you pictures is, every month. That is funny to see. Like you see like Jonas, right? Jonas looks like a little boy. He's tiny, right? Like, what is he, five, five, six or something like that? Maybe 135 pounds? I don't know. Chris, what's the Wikipedia say? What'd you say? I said, what's the Wikipedia say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to look him up. I'm <laughs> yeah, not on it anymore. small, man. I, it's funny because you always see, I always thought the same thing too. I, I, I met Lionel for the first time at Oceanside two years ago. And, you know, you see, I, I hadn't ever met him in person, so you're, you know, when you watch videos and stuff, like people are always kind of bigger than life, right? And you're just, I'm just picturing these dudes to be the same size as me or my, the people around me, that sort of thing. 220? Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> on a good day. And I like, I, I see, I, I run into Lionel and I didn't realize it was him at first because he was so short. And, and so I was, I went and like shook his hand. I'm like towering over him and you know, like I went and like pat him on the shoulder, like how'd the race go? And I was like, oh man, he's, this guy's kind of small. You know what I mean? And I, and then Paul Felder's right behind him. And, you know, I think Paul fought at 
lightweight. I think he was a lightweight. He wasn't bantamweight for sure. I think he was lightweight. So he's smaller, but you still like look at him and you're like, oh, he's going to be a bigger dude. And it's like, no, he's smaller too. I mean, he kicked the shit out of anybody there, but that's beside the point. But I, they're just so, so much smaller than you really think. And I've heard the same thing about like Jan, like Jan's tall, but he's just rail thin. Like, like Jan looks like a skeleton too, right? Yeah, like, he looks silly. Oh, okay. So like, Gwen is smaller than Jan. That's uh, like proportionally, you're saying? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Lionel at least always looks like he carries muscle mass, right? He like, looks that way, right? Right. right. He, I mean, it, he's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's solid. Yeah. When you compare him to other, you know, to other triathletes that are so tiny, he, he at least, you know, looks like he's got yeah. muscle mass. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I've, you know, I give him bro hugs. And, um, like you just, like his back is just solid. And so, for me, like Lionel's quads, when he's like biking and I, I love like this quad was, I want my quads to look like that. Just <laughs> massive quads. Just, they just look monstrous. I'm just like, ah, how do you, ah, just genetics. I so, don't know. uh, uh, Jonas or Jon Jonas, Jonas, Jonas. Yeah. He's, um, he's basically Gwen five, nine, 130 <laughs> oh, pounds. Five, nine. Okay. Yeah, five nine, hundred thirty-two pounds. Him and Gwen are the same. Oh, I thought he. See, I thought he was shorter than that. But yeah, he's he's small. I mean, it's just funny to see these the size of these athletes, and you know, when you have nothing to compare them to, when they're all the same, and you see them side by side, you're like, oh, these are all probably pretty big dudes. You know what I mean? Like, like Eric, Eric's another one. Eric Lagerstrom. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I always figured he was smaller, but then you like meet him in person. You're like, oh, he's small. Like he's. Well, I always said that about CrossFit, right? You watch CrossFitters on on online uh, you know competing in the games like man those guys are big and then you know we do photo shoots with them when i had the magazine and you know, all of a sudden you're standing next to these guys and they're like yeah that guy's barely five nine and, yeah we're droning, you know, really small yeah they i mean they look so jacked and they are but josh bridges josh bridges is tiny yeah josh bridges is so small right yeah. and i would go take photo you know we'd, we'd be taking a photo shoot and then i'd you know do a picture with them or whatever and it's like you're not that big you're just proportionately <laughs> jacked because yeah. you're tiny yeah yeah it's crazy but okay, there goes that strength to weight ratio I was mean, the, oh kalipa i, I, I um I, yeah. I took i took my certification course up in at norcal crossfit so i got to meet kalipa and hang out with him for a weekend and obviously saw a few other uh um, like pro crossfitters up there while i was up there and that was cool but yeah Kalipa's probably the one that's why it's like oh, okay you're actually he's big he, yeah. you're actually a bigger guy yeah which is why he never really did well at CrossFit was yeah. Strength to weight ratio. Yep. Yeah. Ah, so. <sighs> on that note, we made it another 24 minutes. I can make it. I can make it another <laughs> 10 right now. Well, do you guys have anything coming up this week? No, no. Well, I mean, Tony's the closest to anything right now, right? I mean, I would have Chicago in two weeks, so yeah. um, tapering down-ish. But um, yeah, I don't really have like any real goals for Chicago, I don't think. I mean, you know, like maybe like 255, 256 and just kind of enjoy the city. Well, I mean, we'll see what the what the weather's like. You know, you never know what you're going to get in Chicago, but, um, you know, I think that's that's the plan and then just... You're not running it with anybody, just running it, just your pace, do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know anybody that's, that's doing it. 
Um, I mean, my sister's running, but obviously we're not going to run together. I think she'll she'll probably go for a BQ. I think she's feeling pretty good. She's got a few niggles, but um, that's about it. Nice. Yeah, only uh, and then I've got four weeks left. So I was actually poking at Nadia the other day on Instagram because uh, I was ahead of her on the leaderboard, and uh, I knew the weekend was coming. And for me, I, you know, I had a 14 plus hour week, but I always know when Saturday comes, she's going to have some run that's like six hours long. And, uh, you know, so then she goes to the top of the leaderboard, but I was giving her a hard time that I was beating her. And, uh, and then, yeah, on Saturday she went and did Baldy or whatever, five hours. And it's just like, oh man, I, I'm not doing five hour bikes. So I can't even compete with that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Yep. Hopefully I have another 14. I'm just glad I'm back to training 14 hours a week. So it's killing me. Yeah, yeah, that's great. More than me. I think I'm about like 12 ish right now. If that, I mean, obviously I have nothing I'm really trained for. So, yeah. So, well, you guys, I'm you get your uh, derailleur hanger. Uh, Thursday is when it's supposed to come in. Oh, okay. So, yeah. and I can't wait cause I like my road bike, but I, not for <clears throat> trying to go out and get work in. I mean, it's, it's just so different. I was just trying to stay on the drops the whole time to stay arrow and the fits just, it's different. And luckily I, we were I, just cruising. Yeah. We were exactly. just talking, cruising, chatting. Exactly. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, we actually saw someone, uh, it was unfortunate that was down and, uh, back in the ambulance up on the trail, but we were riding and we were riding side by side and some cyclist went by and I, at, he said something to us. Then I was like, did he just shit talk us or something? What was that? And then like, you know, cause you don't know, right? I was like, were, were you too far over? What was going on? Or he, cause he just said something out of the blue. Um, and then we go under the bridge and we pop up. Right. And yeah, there, there was a female down and oh, that's the second one I've seen recently that they're bringing an ambulance by. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be careful out there, man. It's, and, and you never know what happens if maybe they just got a flat and something went bad, but up, I would bet nine times out of 10, they're riding in a Peloton and someone clips their wheel or something. You know what I mean? But this person looked alone, so that's kind of scary too. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly, when I am uh, doing any sort of like trying to hold intervals, any of that, I prefer to ride uh, out towards Green River, right? Either on that new segment down La Palma or out along the freeway, just because you've got such good visibility. There's not a ton of going underneath the, the bridges and stuff like that. I'm not worried about a homeless guy jumping out in front of me or somebody on their cell phone trying to take selfies next to flowers, stepping out in the lane. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That annoys the crap out of me, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's going to get better, right? Because we're kind of getting, getting, getting into fall and winter. So we won't see many people out there, which is great. There was um, actually a ton of people out toward, did you go out, Tony? Did you go towards Green River? This, this weekend? weekend? Yeah. No, I never made it past. I, I stayed on the south side because I I was doing longer well I had shorter intervals and then I had three 15 minute intervals so for okay. those for that stuff I stay on this side yeah no I commented to Austin because we picked him up he was almost to the end of uh, out by the golf course and and that's we just we saw him and he turned around but there were a lot of walkers and runners out there more than I have seen in a long time, there were a ton of people out towards the, you know, where it's just the freeway out there. It was like There's, an event or something, right? Was there? I don't know. I was oh, just surprised. There was, a, um, was there a breast was cancer the, walk there, or something? No, no, no. It was a Spartan race at the Angel Stadium. Well, yeah, that was at Angel Stadium, right? But this was no, this out is like a towards Green River at the golf course type of thing. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did see all the Spartan. That was cool. Was, uh, was and then did you guys see last weekend, there's the, the race arrows are still on the ground. It said BWR and there was a bunch of stations set up. And I was mm-hmm. like, BWR, like that's Belgian waffle ride, but why would, why would they be on the trail? I don't, and, I don't think that was Belgian waffle ride, but there, no, there was, there was a larger like coordinated ride. Uh, you don't know what that weekend. was though? I have no idea what it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, yeah, I saw BWR and I was like, that's kind of lame. They're jogging in a Belgian waffle ride, you know, like, and I was like, they definitely don't come up this far. So but I, I was just curious, but. And speaking of crashes, did you guys, have you guys seen that photo floating around, um, of that time trialist in the European championships? Yeah. Uh, Stefan Kung. Yeah. 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 Helmet no. shattered. He's he all shattered bloody. His helmet oh, blood all over the place, all over his jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They were, people were, there's a couple people who are, you know, have, on one side of it and on the other side of, you know, one side being how completely irresponsible. There's nothing tough about this. This is, you know. That was Phil Guyman. Right. Yeah. So what happened? Um, so he was obviously doing the TT. Um, he was following the road and, and like had his head down looking at the, like looking at the line. And at that section, there was fences that went across the road to like cut, like basically cut the road off and then direct oh, you like off to detour? the right. Like the temporary uh, barriers. Which yeah. isn't a race. Oh, it's yeah. a race. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the, so the race goes to the right and yeah. he was following the road Ooh. and the, the fences cut off, you know, those, those side barriers basically cut off that, the road Ooh. and he looked up at the last minute and saw it and just ate all of it Ooh. with his face. Yeah. And he went, he went down hard. The helmet did its job and I, I don't know what the final diagnosis was, if it was, you know, just a concussion stuff, but he, he had to pull out of the remainder of uh, the event and the season essentially. But yeah, you had people like Phil saying, there's nothing tough about this. You know, this is wrong. Da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I get that. But if you're a writer and this is all you do, this is what you dedicate your life to. I, I'm but getting, if he, I can write. What was he referring to? Nothing tough about what? Because about allowing him trauma. to ride on. Oh, yeah. oh, oh so did them. he, oh, so with a shattered helmet, he got up and rode on? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh. it's, it's, I've never seen a yeah, helmet that, this destroyed. Crazy. I can't imagine they would have let him do that. Yeah. yeah. They, well, they did. And that's, and he's, he's, the problem is, is that his response isn't wrong, but he's kind of, it sounds like he's directing it at the writer too. Right. And it's like, okay, you can direct this at the team and especially the officials because the officials shouldn't have let him continue writing. You know, he's out of contention, all these sorts of things. He cracked his helmet. Like his hel- like he should have been wearing the helmet, to be yeah, honest. If, like, if he crashed again, that, yeah, that helmet was going to do bad nothing. News. Chris, you but, need to look up this picture. Yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah, so then you do need to, I, I agree with you, the officials, right? The race, the race folks, the athlete, uh, you can't blame, I, I no. can't blame an athlete in any situation getting right. up and continuing on. Right. Uh, right. But here's, here's the other question. Like what was his he, name? Stefan Cone. Literally just look up like TT cyclist crashed helmet, like okay. or something like Bloody that. Bloody time trialist. Yeah. Um it, but if you so if he crashes, obviously if he slides out and damages the bike, the team car jumps out and gives him a new bike. When your helmet is that fucked, and if he goes down again, it's gonna do nothing. Do they not have spare helmets that they can run out and make, give him a new helmet? Well, to that your seems point, like the easier thing. But to your point, if he's taking that head trauma, they shouldn't be letting him ride on. Correct. Wow. But I'm saying it 
I, get I guess it, that yeah. would then that I guess that would that's why they don't have made, second helmets, Tony. <laughs> yeah. It would have made, made them liable. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like uh, it's the way that uh, yeah, especially Phil's comments like upset me because it's he's he is I don't know if that was his intention, but it seemed like he's directing it at the writer that, you know, how I, it, this isn't cool. Like he's not tough. Like he should have pulled himself out. It's like, well, dude, he's, he's a, he's a machine. Like he's a robot. Like he's going to do what he's going to do. That's and, crazy. That is a lot of blood. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah. it's they, I can't imagine. Yeah. That they, they would have let him go on. Well, yeah, yeah. So you're like, you're upset at the team. You're upset at the officials. And you're like, why? Why is he still racing? Because there's no way, you know, with a fall like that too. There's no way that he had any chance of, you know, making headway in the race or you know, eating time into others or anything like that. So he should have should have been pulled, right? And it's impressive that he, he got up. That, that's what I'm saying. That is tough. That is like he is a warrior. You know, doesn't make him the smartest person ever, but again, he's going to do what he's trained to do and what he wants to do. So, because wow. that's what Phil says. He's like, oh, he's not tough. He's not a warrior. That they're like, this doesn't make you tough, right? And well, like, well, again, I, don't, I don't think it's about being tough, though. I think in that moment, and again, you're, as a warrior, you're just you're just thinking to get up and, and move again. You're not. Yeah. You're not. I mean, he's probably not thinking clearly too with a concussion. You know, so it's just a matter of, oh, I need to get back on my bike and get going again. You know, well, it's, think, just, it's, it's what they're trained to do. But I think to the, to the opposite effect, if you take a heavy crash like crash like that, you're sitting there like, I don't want to get up. Like, I, I do not want to get back on this bike. Like, fuck that thing. You know what I mean? And then you have to have that mental fortitude to go, okay, get up. Then the team should have stepped in and said, Hey, crazy. No, you're, you're not going like, sorry, you know, but yeah. yeah. I'm always with any cyclist like that tour, anything when they go down and they get up and they're just road rash to hell. Uh, I've had road rash. Oh man. Uh, like, I can't it's like imagine. Set. Oh, did you guys see if I don't, we're way beyond it now, but La Vuelta, it was like one of the last stages. There was a pretty bad crash. Um, the EF team was moving up and someone clipped wheels with them. It was, it was, you know, kind of setting up for a pack sprint big old crash dudes just mangled everywhere and guy had a scraped face but his teammate ended up winning the race and he's on the side of the road he's just bleeding and he's just screaming to the team radio like yeah you know we won i'm just like jesus so or sep in in um uh tour de france when he went down towards the end of the end of that tour too that was a bad one he had all stitches up the side of his face and everything but and they get up and ride and then meanwhile we have Justin Jefferson on the Vikings getting cramps in the middle of the game and they got to stop the game and come check him out. Everybody cheers him. Oh, way to go for your cramps. Gets back on. What a hero. Chargers won though, so who cares? <laughs> Anyways. All right, we've left our sport. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Well, uh, have a good week. This is uh this is one for the uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna enjoy listening. Yeah, back what's, to the this one. what's the title? What's the title of this one? <laughs> Can you tell this one, Dick Hunter? <laughs> just, do, just do it for me. <laughs> oh, or uh, uh, triathlon hunters. Uh, yeah, Tony likes I, I pool don't, noodles. I don't know what to call this? Yeah, hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, boys. Talk to you next week. All right, see ya.